how beautiful these words are and how powerful the reading was. The words that we read, so beautiful, so loving, so assuring, so hopeful. Every single sentence is touched with grace and love. There is not too much to add to this beautiful passage. So even preaching about it is kind of, I feel like I'm doing injustice to the beautiful words that you just read. It shows how much God cares for us. You're not alone. God cares for you. God is right there with you to take care of you. So it is God who takes care of you. The Holy Spirit, look at the Holy Spirit helps you in your weakness and prays for you with signs too deep for words. And the Son, Jesus Christ, intercedes for you at the right hand, sitting at the right hand of the Father. And God the Father loves you with the inseparable love that nothing in the world can separate you from the love of God. So God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, they all work together to take care of you, to help you, to guide you so that you can fly, so that your soul can fly, your spirit can fly. Behind you, all this Trinity, Trinity is working so hard to take care of you. Isn't it amazing? You are blessed in that way. You are blessed. Believing in Jesus Christ, believing in God is a blessing. You are blessed because behind you, there's strong presence of this Holy Trinity working for you, taking care of you. Do you believe that? Amen. I am blessed. I am blessed. So say it to yourself. Okay, even if it is corny, it's good. You know, I am blessed. Why don't you put your hand on your heart? I am blessed. Yes, you are truly blessed. You'll be all right. You'll be all right, my friends. Doesn't matter what you go through. Doesn't matter what comes ahead of you. Doesn't matter what you face. What challenge you may face. You'll be all right. There's nothing for you to worry about. This is what St. Paul said. We know that all things work together for good. For those who love God, who are called according to his purpose, everything will work out for good. Not because everything will automatically work out for good. Because God is behind you. This Trinity is behind you, helping you, guiding you, and working hard for you. That's why everything will work out for good. The, the verse 31 really stands out to me this time, comes to me as a loud declaration. 
It's not just words there. It's a loud declaration. And that is, if God is for us, who is against us? Simon read it very well. But if God is for us, who is against us? God is for you. If you believe in God, that absolute God is telling you that he is for you, not against you. He's not there waiting for the right time to punish you. He's right there for you, forgiving you. That should give you confidence. If, if God is for me, who or what will be against me? No one can condemn you. Nothing in the world can condemn you. No one can bring any charge against you. No angel, no ruler, no power can stop God who has decided to love you. God who has decided to love you, nothing can stop. Even death cannot stop God from loving you. Even death cannot do that. But the irony is we are our worst critic. That's a problem. Nothing in the world can charge against me, but I am charging against myself. I am the worst critic. I am my own enemy. I don't love myself. I don't accept myself. That's the problem. And when God said, if I am for you, what is against you? But I myself am against me. When you don't accept yourself, when you don't love yourself, how can you believe your God will love you so much? You just cannot believe that. Oh yeah, supposedly, theoretically, God loves me up there, but you, it does, you cannot accept that. When you don't love yourself, you cannot accept that God loves you. No matter how much God loves you, my friends, if you don't believe in God's love, that, that, that love has no power. That love has no power. Last two weeks, we have reflected on the flesh and the evil. That is a problem, flesh and evil. These are dark forces. Nobody's untouched by these forces. The flesh is our shadow self. And the evil is so entangled with good, deep in the root. And these remain as dark forces because we don't deal with these dark forces. These dark forces still influence us so much that we cannot love ourselves anymore. That makes it really hard for us to love ourselves. We make it worse by ruminating and overthinking negative things 
about our sins. We all experience mistakes, right? We all experience failures in life. Failure in your work. Failure in the relationship. Failure in holiness. We all experience failures and we all make mistakes. Instead of shaking them off and move on, we dwell on our failures and mistakes. We dwell on them. And they create anger, disappointment, fear, regrets, and heartaches within us. And we live with this damaged self. We have become our own prisoner. We have become our own worst enemy. We have become incapable of loving ourselves. Flesh, slaves of the flesh and victim of the evil. As Mina told me about the song last week, so this week I listened to the song Monster by Justin Bieber. And several times, probably more than 10 times, I listened. Just listen over and over again. I could feel this, this tremendous pressure. Tremendous pressure. You put me on a pedestal and tell me I am the best. Raise me up into the sky until I'm short of breath. Yeah. Fill me with fill me up with confidence. I say what's in my chest. Spill my words and tear me down until there's nothing left. Rearrange the pieces just to fit me with the rest. Yeah. But what if I, what if I trip? What if I, what if I fall? Then am I the monster? Just let me know. And what if I, what if I sin? And what if I, what if I break? And am I the monster? Just to let me know. And at the end, don't let me fall. He keeps on going. We deal with our own monster within us. So much social pressure. So much pressure. So in, ja in Japan, there is a term called hikikomori. Hikikomori, meaning social isolation. More than a million young people just stay home. They don't even come out. They do everything at home. They don't socialize with anyone. This COVID made it worse. More than a million people do that. But when you are your own enemy, does it help? Just being by yourself? You'll be tortured. When you're your own enemy, when you're all by yourself, that will be torture. Being perfect sounds good. Yes, try to be perfect sounds good. But the thing is, it only leaves us with scars. It just makes us more disappointed of ourselves. 
We either give up or cover up. That's all we do. That's all we know how to do. Give up or cover up. So being perfect sounds great, but doesn't help. That's why French, French uh, philosopher and writer Voltaire said, perfect is the enemy of good. I understand what he's trying to say. Perfectionism only leaves us with disappointment and bitterness. We become very uncomfortable with ourselves. Jesus, Jesus said, love your neighbor as yourself. It's a profound statement. Jesus didn't just say to love your neighbor. Neighbor, He said, love, love your neighbor as yourself. In other words, love your neighbor as you love yourself. What Jesus is saying is, if you don't love yourself, you cannot love your neighbor. That's a lie. If you don't love yourself, you can never love your neighbor. Love is like a flow of water. When it flows within us, it flows to others. So when, when love is filled within you, it overflows and it flows to other people. That's what love is. If you're judgmental to yourself, you tend to be judgmental to others. If you're abusive to yourself, then you are also abusive to others. If you're gentle, and kind to yourself, then you can be gentle and kind to others. My friend, self-love is not selfishness. Don't be confused. Self-love is not selfishness. When you love, when you truly love yourself so much that you don't even have to think about yourself because you're very comfortable with yourself. So you don't even need to think about yourself. So you don't become selfish or self-centered because you're not obsessed with yourself because you are already very comfortable with yourself. What you need is not self-esteem. What you need is self-love. Self-esteem is something that you get when you do well. When everything goes well, then self-esteem goes up. But when you lose everything, when you fail, self-esteem goes down too. But self-love is even when you fail, you're gentle and generous to yourself. That's what self-love is. So what you need is self-love, not self-esteem. Don't make yourself as your enemy. Dr. Christian Neff, an associate professor in the University of Texas, Austin, said, a lot of people think self-compassion is weak, but it's just the opposite. When you are in the emotional trenches, do you want an enemy or an ally? But my friends, loving yourself does not come from your will or your effort. It does not come from your decision, your willpower. It, doesn't, it does not come from that. 
Negative energy is too strong for you to do that. You'll be too critical of yourself. You'll feel helpless when you try to do that. Because you can't do that. That's where faith comes in. That's where faith in Christ comes in. The Spirit will help you. Likewise, the Spirit helps us, helps us in our weakness. For we do not know how to pray as we are. We don't even know what to pray for. But that very Spirit intercedes with sighs too deep for words. And God who searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. Self-love is a gift of God. It's not something that you achieve. It is a gift of God. When you believe in God, God gives you as a gift. Being able to love yourself is a wonderful gift of God. When you truly need God, you can finally accept yourself. You can even love yourself because you realize God's love. Am I that precious? Even for the Son of God to die for me? You realize it. You recognize that. You understand that. And you realize that God is for you, not against you. You're always living with that sense wherever you go. When I stand here speaking to you, I do that with that sense. When you, when you go out into the performance, whatever, you do that. God is for me who is against me. That confidence. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Even you cannot separate you from that love of God. Then you can stop being harsh, so harsh and judgmental against you. Now you see yourself differently. Seeing yourself Differently is a beginning of the healing process. And that's a beginning of salvation. You appreciate finally who you are. The confession of the psalmist becomes your confession. For it was you who formed my inward parts. You need me together in my mother's home. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works that I know very well. Amazingly, uh, uh, J.D. quoted uh, in her uh, prayer today. You find your own beauty. Even when you are imperfect, you'll find yourself beautifully imperfect. That work into me. You are beautifully imperfect. Don't ever look down upon yourself. That is the greatest sin. God created you wonderfully and mysteriously. And you look down your, uh, upon yourself, then you are looked down upon God's creation. Beautiful creation. When you can truly accept yourself and love yourself, then you are ready 
to accept others and love others. If you try to do that without loving yourself, that's all phony. That's all lie. Don't live lie. There is a song which I love. Uh, you are so beautiful to me. You are so beautiful to me. It goes like that. This time I uh, heard the version by uh, Charles Lloyd and uh, Nora Jones. Charles Lloyd is a saxophonist and they beautiful. While listening to that song, I feel like God is singing that for me. God is singing that for me. You are so beautiful to me. You are so beautiful to me. Can't you see? You're everything I hope for. You're everything I need. You are so beautiful to me. In the beginning we said, I am blessed. I'm going to do another corny stuff. This time, look around and say, you are so beautiful. <laughs> I, yeah, it's corny, but you know, let's just try that. Look around and you are so beautiful. You don't even have to say it to me, but you are just so beautiful. <laughs> You are so beautiful. Looking all of you from up here, you look so beautiful. The way you smile, the way you say it, the way you laugh, you are so beautiful. Believe that. Believe that. Have a wonderful summer. <laughs>